everybody, and welcome to Books Unbound, the podcast where we unbind books to get to their hearts with your hosts, me, Raylene, and me, Ariel. Hello, almost birthday girl. Uh oh, <laughs> this is it. This is my last day of being 27. Oh my goodness. Yeah, by the time this comes out, Ariel's birthday will be long past. But um, as the, as of this recording, it is tomorrow. Mm. So later in this episode, Ariel's going to be opening a present from me. Yay! Everybody get excited! <laughs> um, but we'll start out the podcast with our regular kind of shebang. Uh, but before we get going, there were a couple of just housekeeping things off the top that I wanted to mention. Mm -hmm. So first of all, we had our Flight of the Albatross giveaway recently where we had three copies of Albatross to give away. Mm. And that ended last week and the winners were picked. The books were sent out. So congratulations to Olivia, Emily, and Svan Hilder for winning the three copies that we Amazing. had. And everybody was so quick to get me their addresses. So I sent them out right away. It was a real, real successful giveaway situation. <laughs> so I appreciate everyone's speed. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, yeah, so that was the first thing. But the second little announcement is that we have another book club poll that oh, will yeah. have just come out yesterday as of the time this recording comes out. So it came out a, a day early for, you know, patrons. Um, so let's go through that list. So this time we decided to do a um, another theme. And the theme yes. that we did this time was nonfiction. Love it. Because we always forget that we love nonfiction. And so I feel like that's a problem for lots of people mm. <laughs> that listen to the podcast. Like there's so many great nonfiction books out there. Obviously, we love memoirs. So there's going to be some memoirs on our list. But mm -hmm. we thought that we would do nonfiction this time around and uh, we'll see what wins. But I'm pretty excited about all of our picks. Yeah. Anyone can vote in the poll. We host it on our Patreon because it helps us keep everything in one place and because they actually have a really good poll functionality yeah. whereas in other places it's like it has limits you can only have four things or or, or it like only lasts 24 hours so it just is very easy but it will be linked in the show notes of this and anybody can vote so go and vote and while you're at it i mean you'll check out the patreon and uh well who's to <laughs> stop you from joining um, yeah but yes we will link to that uh, book club poll and I think it's gonna be a good one I think it's fun we've never we realized we've never done a non well no 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 we didn't we've we included we wild, wild before yeah we thought we did well but it was not actually for a book it's club. not for a book club we just buddy read it um, it's for so our we've movie never done, <laughs> we haven't done a non-fiction so oh it's really true fun. yeah so the the books that will be on that poll are I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings by Maya Angelou Stray by Stephanie Dandler Trick Mirror by Gia Tolentino, mm. A Mind Spread Out on the Ground by Alicia Elliott, The White Album by Joan Didion, and mm. I Want to Die But I Want to Eat Tukbucky, I forgot to look up how that's pronounced, by Big <laughs> Sihi. So we have Amazing. a pretty pretty huge lineup here, honestly. I a would bunch be, of heavy hitters. I know, like I'd be so hyped by any of these books winning. So I'm really curious yeah. to see how the people will vote. I don't know, I don't know what I'm going to vote for. Maybe I'll just vote for every book. <laughs> <laughs> That seems right. That seems right. So yeah, so that poll is out now. It'll be live for a week. So you have until this upcoming Saturday, I guess, to to vote. And then we'll give more details on the podcast for the book club later. Mm. Very mm -hmm. exciting stuff. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. No, it's great. I'm actually looking forward to that. I think that'll be fun. And I I think no matter what wins, I'm going to try and do it on audiobook because it's so fun to listen Ooh. to nonfiction as audio. Yeah, that's audio. so true. Um, so we'll see about that. Um, do you have any other housekeeping things? Because I had a little update I wanted oh, to give. Oh, bring it on. I don't have anything. 
Well, I wanted to do just a little hurricane update. Oh, um, yeah. Because I've had some people messaging me and I just wanted to reassure everyone that me, and my family, and the animals are all doing okay. So, uh, I don't know. I've lost all track of days. But sometime last week, um, we started getting hurricane warnings here in Nova Scotia because of Hurricane Fiona, which had already done so much damage to communities down like near Puerto Rico and stuff. Um, and it was like really scary to be like, okay, and now it's coming here. Yeah. And we're like, Jesus. um, okay. So it, it was starting to get more and more serious as the days went on though, like, because it actually is incredible the types of like satellite and computer modeling and all of this sort of stuff that they can do. And they're like, it. they know exactly the path it's going to take. Yeah, that's really crazy. <laughs> and like, there's still obviously um, a lot of randomness to it, but it's, it's also like, no, like we can really judge. It's going to carve up this path and it's going to be bad. So I was like, it was, it was really different experience for me because obviously I've gone through different sorts of natural not disasters, like never like a huge disaster, but mm-hmm. natural occurrences like giant blizzards or like smoke and fire in the in uh, BC and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm always living in my parents' house or, you know what I mean? Like I'm in somebody else's yeah. house. This time I was like, wait a minute. My house it could be destroyed. Like my house could yeah. get flooded or a tree could fall on my house. And if it does... I have to deal with it. Like, I have to be the one that knows what to do. I was like, this is actually even more terrifying. Because if I, I mean, it would be horrible and disastrous in all directions. And no matter what living situation you're in, of course. But I was thinking, like, before, it would have been, like, I would have helped my parents deal with it. Or if you're in an apartment or something, you, like, call your landlord and they fix it. Exactly. But, But in my situation, I was like, oh, my God, if a tree falls on this house... I, I, does my insurance cover that? Like suddenly I'm asking these very right. adult questions oh that I do, I'm not <laughs> equipped to answer. So it was very scary, but I was like, well, the only thing that I can do is prepare. And so I was actually very proud of my preparedness. Like I went out and got cash because I never have cash on me because I don't like cash. Cash really stresses me out because you can lose it. <laughs> Right? You true. can lose a $50 bill, but you like you can't really lose your card. If you lose your card, if you your bank account it. still exists. Like <laughs> Yeah, my bank account still exists. The money doesn't get lost. But if I just like lose $200 because they fell out of my pocket, like that's a paranoia of mine. So anyways, I got cash out in case because uh, we knew the power was going to go out. Like the power is going to go out. The government kept saying it's not. They were like, it's not about if it goes out it's when it goes out okay get it's gonna go out and we're all like this is scary (laughs) um but i was like okay so i got cash out because if power goes out in stores they can't accept debit or credit payments Mm -hmm. and if i need to buy food or whatever we don't know how long the power is going to be gone i'm going to need cash i went and filled up my gas tank for the same reason if there's no power gas stations can't give you gas so if you need to evacuate or leave you're gonna need to already have gasoline in your car Um, I also got extra, like an extra little tank of gas for, thankfully my parents have a generator. So that was cool. Um, We did a a decent grocery haul. Mm. We did not go crazy. You know what I mean? Because I was like, we're not going to go wild here uh, and like steal people's food. Like, like just (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. People go too crazy sometimes. It's like, okay, so you've got like 
eight weeks worth of food and now we have none? Like, how is that yeah, fair? Exactly. So I was like, we did actually, we were going to go grocery shopping this weekend. Mm. And we're like, okay, we're going to have to go a bit earlier because things are going to be closed this weekend. Yeah. And um, yeah, so anyway, we went grocery shopping. And the other big thing was like, with a hurricane i've never lived through a hurricane before so these are we're all new to me like it's just things fly away the wind is the enemy and so they're like you've got to bring in anything from outside that could fly away or anything that you can't bring inside you have to like tie it down whatever yikes so we brought in everything but we also took some time and staked down my trees because i've planted five little baby happy trees outside over the last two years i have a cherry tree a peach tree all these trees and i'm like it would it would break my heart if they died Mm -hmm. so i was like i will spend two hours staking these trees down god damn it (laughs) so anyways i was happy with how i prepped and it seems like the province and like the atlantic provinces in general did a really good job prepping um everyone was and we also got really lucky in a few ways what i mean by that is it was supposed to rain a lot and we were really really um like told to prepare for massive flooding but something happened in the storm and it didn't rain that much it was mainly the wind and the tree devastation is crazy i actually had to go to halifax right after the the hurricane because i had to get connor from the airport oh yeah and so I ended up also driving through Halifax and the amount of trees that were down pole, like electricity poles that were just snapped in half. Oh my God. Like it was crazy. Um, so it, the devastation was pretty bad, but thankfully my house was fine. Mm-hmm. My, and nobody that I know got hurt. Everybody's okay. You know, with the wind, the problem is it knocking things down. So a tree could get knocked down and destroy your house, but none of your neighbors. So it's it's just so yeah, random, true. the destruction and everything. It's just like terrifying. But really, thankfully, we were fine. We only lost power for a while and then we got it back. Um, and so, yeah, now it's kind of this recovery period. And I'm going to see like if there's anything I can do in my local community to help out and stuff like that. Because obviously, yeah, if you get lucky in a thing like that, I think it's important that you help out the people that weren't as lucky. Um mm-hmm. There was one thing that I almost feel silly bringing up, but I do want to bring up because I mentioned it on the podcast before. I was so excited this year to go to Anne of Green Gables house for my birthday. So Connor and I had booked a trip to go to PEI and I've been looking forward to it for months. Like we booked it really far in advance because I Mm -hmm. knew since last year, I was like, this is what I want to do for my birthday. I want to go to Anne of Green Gables house, visit the Lucy Mon Montgomery site, stay in an adorable bed and breakfast. Like we're leaning in. Um, And PEI got really, really badly hit by this uh, hurricane. And it's just completely impossible. Like we got an email from the inn that was super apologetic, even though they shouldn't be. You know what I mean? Like you got hit by a hurricane. Like I'm glad that you're okay. That's all I care about. Um, But they were like really apologetic, but they were like, we have to close for the season. Like we still don't have power. PEI isn't going to have power for a long time. Um, And like, yeah, there's just a lot of destruction. So I've been very anxiously checking to see if Anne of Green Gables house and Lucy Mon Montgomery's <laughs> houses and sites are okay. Yeah. Just because like it's such an important literary spot in Canada. Like we don't have that many literary no. places here and that's like the main one, but I, nobody's posted any photos of it <laughs> and it's like really stressing me out. But Connor tries to, he's been trying to calm me down by saying like, 
if it was in big trouble, that would have been a news story. That's what I'm thinking. Like, like it's probably fine if it hasn't been mentioned. That means it's yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to hope. Um, but yeah, so I was really excited to go there. I'm not going. Hopefully, I can go maybe next year for my birthday or something. Um, but yeah, it was really scary, and I just hope that everyone is okay. And um, yeah, I don't really. It's one of those things you can never say enough, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> we're going to move into talking about books now, but I just wanted to give my personal experience of it. Overall, it, I was super lucky, very mild. Things were okay. And um, yeah, there you go. That's my update. And now I don't know what I'm doing for my birthday. <laughs> like, yeah, your birthday I, is literally tomorrow. Like you, It's literally it tomorrow. It kind of destroyed your plan. <laughs> it did. My plan... Fiona killed my beautiful literary PEI and dreams. you, Fiona. Um, I actually don't think I can do anything because everything is closed. Everyone is just trying to, like, fix stuff or stay home. Yeah. Um, you just have so to have I'm a cozy like... little day at the house. Yep. With your peeps. <laughs> yes. What if I just showed um, up? Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty damn cool. I'm not going to do that, but that would be you a fun You could save surprise. this birthday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm here. I do. I did today. I brought out my pumpkin mugs. Oh, my goodness. I, I like, have I have news been... on that front as well. I'm currently oh, drinking a pumpkin spice latte <gasps> from yes. home because I bought that Starbucks dairy-free pumpkin spice latte creamer that you can get. I'm mm. also wearing slippers. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I just showed Ariel my slipper. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty you excited. You guys did miss out on a really big lean there as she leaned back in her chair. <laughs> um, I was like, this has been a couple of difficult days, stressful days. Like, I cannot explain to you how stressed I... Actually, you know, because yeah. I texted you at yeah, night. You I was were, like, you were going through. She was still awake, like, in the middle of the night, because you're four hours ahead of me. And yeah. I think it was, like, 11 my time or something, and I texted you, not expecting to hear back until the morning, but you wrote back. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> She's I was not too to scared sleep. to sleep. No, yeah. it was like three thirty ish when you when I was texting you and you were like, Ariel, go to sleep no matter what you do. Like you can't do anything. And you actually gave me good advice because you were like, um, if you sleep when you wake up, if damage has happened, at least you'll be well rested and have to like energy yeah. to do to deal with it. And I was like, God, a wise woman. Where if wise, you just stay up all night woman. long and then you're gonna be frazzled and even yeah. more scared because you're tired and exactly. won't have energy. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty wise. I like to think um, I'm pretty wise. But those those few days beforehand were really, really stressful. Just obviously, like, the news is trying to be helpful. I genuinely think in this case, the news was trying to be helpful. Like, they were like, do not take this as a joke. This is serious. Get prepared. Because mm -hmm. they want to make sure that people aren't, like, not prepping at all. Yeah. But on the other hand, then it goes into the, like, fear-mongering side of things. And you're just like, is the news just trying to scare me? Well, it's working because I'm terrified. <laughs> right? Yeah. It was scary. Actually, one of my neighbors had a tree that fell on their house. So it oh could, like, God. this is what I mean. Like, could have happened. Could have happened. Yeah. Could have happened to anyone. Uh, it was just got, I just got lucky. And, um, yeah, thankfully, we live in a small community. And so there wasn't that much damage to our small community. So the damage that did happen, so many firemen were available for those oh, good, people. Good, good. You know what yeah. I mean? It wasn't like, yeah, so so tr it's so tough in like the, in the big cities and also up in Cape Breton where things just got really hard. Um, also hearing about like, I've just been listening to the news nonstop because it's, yeah, it's here. You know, it's like all these places I've been in where I live. But there's a lot of people here that live on small islands. Oh, jeez. And they're like, they're like, um, like, 
they're like the ferry can't go and we're gonna be trapped here for a week and I'm like oh my god like these things I don't even think about and like all of these coastal communities one one person was saying like part of our graveyard got washed to sea I'm like (gasps) oh my god like that's that's crazy I yeah anyway it's the coast we live on the coast I live on the from coast to coast we live on the coast um (laughs) Let's talk about reading. Like I said, there's no good way to ever transition away from talking about stuff like that. And yeah, Raylene, you had your floods earlier this year. Yeah. And then a fires this summer. And now I've had a hurricane. It's just, it's obviously global warming and climate change. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, are you currently reading anything right now? <laughs> yes. As you can imagine, though, I didn't read very much. No. I was literally prepping. <laughs> I was like... I, and it was so frustrating, too, because the week before, I obviously hadn't read much because I was working yeah. so much on the dining room. And I was like, yes, this is going to be great. I'm going to have like a relaxing week. But right the week before my birthday, I had no plans. Connor wasn't going to get back until the his flight actually got canceled because of the hurricane. So right. I was like, but still, I was like, I'm going to have some time to just read by myself with no work, like no like physical labor work of building the house. Yeah. And then this hurricane comes, and I'm like, ah, I can't read. <laughs> one, this is your one chance to this relax. Okay, <laughs> so I did read, I finished a book. I did read a book, and then okay. I started another one. So I read this graphic novel, Onion Skin, Ooh. by Edgar, Edgar Camacho. I think that's how you pronounce that last name. Cool. I love that name, Camacho. <laughs> Winner of Mexico's first ever National Young Graphic Novel Award. Well, that's cool. That's very cool. That's very cool. Um, yeah, it says he's from Metepec, Mexico. Um, so here, I don't. Do you remember that I hauled this? I think it was very vaguely. I'm like, I don't really year. know what that is. Like, I don't remember it. So I, I don't. I actually don't remember what store I got this at. But I, I had never heard of it. I just saw it and I thought, wow, that art style looks really beautiful. And I love the just the color of the cover is really beautiful actually i don't know it was very i was like yeah i'm in you know what sign me up (laughs) so i got this baby and um basically here's how i feel i will definitely read other stuff by mr camacho but i didn't love this one Mm, it was i loved the art style I thought the art was really beautiful and there were certain images, certain illustrations, certain pages where I was like, Mwah, chef's kiss. Like mm-hmm. this is this is beautiful. But I felt like the story it was um Well, let me tell you what it was about. Sorry. It was basically about this guy who is unhappy. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's what every book is about. Somebody's <laughs> unhappy. <laughs> Uh, will they be happy by the end? Um, so we've got this guy. He's unhappy. He doesn't like his job. And he's just broken his arm. Ooh. And so that's kind of where we've met him, right? Like he's like at a low point in life. Mm-hmm. And he meets this girl that he really likes. And they decide to open a food truck together. <laughs> I like and, that. Um, and then like so a rival food truck becomes their enemy. And mm-hmm. things get out of control a little bit. Um, and well, graphic novels are strange because some of them have like, can have a really deep storyline where like loads of stuff happens, but also some of them barely anything happens because it's hard to pack a lot into a graphic novel, right? People do it. So this is one of those stories where it was uh, a little short and it just didn't, it didn't feel like we went deep. 
Mm. You know what I mean? It just felt like we never, <clears throat> we never went deep. <laughs> Damn it. Um, I felt like the dialogue was really straightforward. Mm. I didn't feel like I felt, I, did, I didn't feel like I knew the characters very well. I didn't feel like I was like rooting for them necessarily or like, or love them or hate them or anything. And it also jumped around from past to present, past to, pre or sorry, present to future, present to future oh, a bit. Wow. Okay. And I didn't feel like there was a clear delineation oh, of when that was happening. Yeah. It is. It's very difficult to read when you're like, oh, wait a second. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. We're in the past. So much. It does. It takes you out of it. That's exactly it. So I didn't enjoy that. And I, I really thought the story would have been better off if it was just chronological. Um, and like I've seen this in stories before, in graphic novels specifically before, where they where they do that, like a flashback or or whatever, and the art style changes a yeah, lot, or the, color or the palette, yeah, or the color palette changes a lot, so that it's very clear, like kind of punching you in the face with mm -hmm. it. But that's kind of what you need because oh, yeah. they, um, it was done here a little bit where the colors changed a bit, but not that much, and the colors in the main story would change as well like stylistically so oh. it, it just it just didn't feel clear unfortunately yeah. when when those jumps were happening and like you said it would cause a little bit of confusion and then you'd have to rewind a little bit and then you have to keep going so again it sort of felt like somebody's that somebody who's really talented who is like this is their first book and I'm yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm so invested. I'm like, totally want to check out more. It just didn't push it all of the way for me. But I could really see how, um, yeah, how this this artist could do something really amazing. Oh, um, cool. So, yeah. So, I read it. I'm glad. I'm always glad when I read another graphic novel off my shelf. Mm -hmm. But then the other thing that I'm reading, I'm obsessed with i'm savoring it like a like a like a like a wine like a Ooh. sip after a little mm, okay mm. What, what are those aromatics i don't even know what an aromatic <laughs> is but i am reading uh i took the dust jacket off jane austen at home oh that's fun so this is that biography on jane austen that i bought a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. And if you remember, I have a goal of reading three yes. biographies this year. I'm running out of time, baby. <laughs> um, it's the fall like, goal. That's the only time you have left to do it. Fall, winter. It's got to happen. Fall, winter. <laughs> and I'm only 30 pages in because of Miss Fiona. And I'm really enjoying it. I'm like actually loving it. Like every time I sit down to read it, I'm like, oh, yes. And even though I'm only 30 pages in, these types of books are so dense yeah. that it's like a lot has happened. Like in those 30 pages, I've learned all about Jane Austen's parents. Jane Austen was just born in the book, right? <laughs> and it's That's just cute. been like 30 pages of details about her parents, what her parents did, kind of mm. what their extended family did, what the dad did. And I was, I'm a little bit shocked at how little I know about Jane Austen. I'm yeah. like... You don't know what she was I, like when she was just born? Shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, I think actually most people are like this about a lot of their favorite classic authors because obviously oh, totally. they're, they're, so, they're so long ago. Um, and I, I was thinking like, this is always a thing that I've wanted. I really want a book on the history of literature and what Ooh. I mean by that is, like, 
like a giant survey that hits the main key figures and goes through like, okay, we're starting at, I want to start at like the beginning, like the first novel, Ooh. which is Beowulf, I guess. But, <laughs> but like, tell me about Beowulf. Tell me about why it's significant. Move me into the Greeks. Tell me about the Odyssey. Tell me about why that's significant. And then like, we'll go through, you know what I mean? Like, tell me about Victorians yeah. and the Georgians and the Romantics and like where, and I want like this book on the history of them because what's so interesting is even though I studied English lit in my undergrad and in my master's, yeah, there is actually not really a history component to it. Oh, that's interesting. I know. So it'll be like, you know, it'll be a class on romanticism and we'll read five books from romantic authors. But we talk about each of the books and we yeah, talk about what about was this books, book doing. It's about the books. Exactly. Yeah. Not the authors, really. It's probably because of, um, who is it? Mr. Foucault? Boo. It's probably <laughs> because of this whole, like, the author is dead thing that was a big deal in the 90s and the, in the early 2000s and stuff. And it's, it's kind of dying now. People are like, maybe they're alive again. Um, <laughs> they come back. But, like, I don't know this. I think that, of course, the author isn't the book and the book is not the author, but it's crazy to think that it doesn't influence it or that it, at the very least, that it isn't interesting. Like, it's well, yeah, fascinating. Like the, the time periods that these people came from, and especially, like, a, if you were to look at specific, like, time frames, you'd be like, okay, so this author and this author and this author, what do they have in common? How are they different? Yeah. Like, it would be interesting How are they buddies? to kind of look at that. Yes, I and like you know my favorite movie is Midnight in Paris, mm, yep. and like part of the reason I love that is because you're like seeing the authors themselves and yeah, their lives and so who fun. they were friends with and what they care about and stuff. Like I find that stuff really interesting. So I feel like this might be a big thing. Like I feel like I might be really into reading memoirs and, and biographies about authors because I love it. I'm yeah. I'm loving it. I'm loving it so much and like learning about. I didn't know that Jane Austen's dad was in the church and so which was like a very normal job back then for people who were kind of in the gentry who were like kind of fancy but not rich like super super rich yeah so he's like a church guy church man um and because of that he got placed in this really small community and they had to fix their house up because it sucked mm. and i was like this is awesome <laughs> Jane Austen grew up in a house kind of like mine, probably. Yeah. And um, her parents, like, w had money, but not a lot of money. Like, they weren't, like, really rich, like the characters in her books. Yeah. Um, and so that's really interesting to think about how, like, she was actually writing about people slightly richer than her, mm -hmm. which I think actually might be a thing. Like, I think about, like... Um, Otessa Moshfeg and how like um, especially in my year of rest and relaxation yes. right I'm like is that a thing like it's kind of nice to write about characters whose lives are a little easier than yours yeah <laughs> it's kind of like a fantasy you know yeah yeah so anyway I'm learning all these interesting details and I'm like having so much fun and learning about her friendship with her sister I think she, I forget now exactly what it was but she has like I think she's the eighth kid or the seventh kid and Whoa. only two of them were girls. And so they were like really friendly, but then mm -hmm. all of the rest of them were all boys. And it's like, how does that affect Jane? Oh, <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm loving oh, it. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're reading something that you're loving. That's fantastic. Okay. What about you though? What did you read? What are you reading? Yeah. So I finished reading Audition by Ryu Murakami oh. and, um, 
my prediction that it was going to be super gross and like horrifying was kind of let down a little bit. Oh. It, basically, there's it's like just under 200 pages and it only starts to get kind of horror-ish in the last like maybe 30 pages. So okay. it was a lot of build up to what I was expecting yeah. to be the kind of the whole book, which oh, is fine. I like you. I didn't need it to be disgusting the whole way through. That's just what I was expecting. So I was kind of like, ooh, because I've heard things about the movie. Like I know the movie's pretty graphic uh, and there's some other things in the movie that weren't in the book. Like I haven't watched the movie yet, but I, I've I've researched it. And um, so I'm still scared to watch the movie, but the book was like easier than I thought. And mm. it was fine. I didn't I didn't love it. I didn't dislike it. It was just a very middle of the road kind of book for me it didn't really go deep as you say um <laughs> but but i enjoyed it it was it fits into my fall mood so that's totally fine but then i got very lucky with an audiobook coming in hmm. from libby so oh. i listened to take a wild guess i'm glad my mom died by Jeanette mccurdy <laughs> I got you. I was like, wait, she's acting like I know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I, I never told you, but I was like, I should have. This has been a long time coming. And yeah, I just listened to it over the past few days or the past week, I guess. And you've pretty much said everything that needs to be said about this book, but like, I loved it. It was so Yay! devastating. So yeah. good. So many details about her life that's like, oh my God, this poor Jesus girl. Christ. Like, poor yeah. woman. Like, she went through so many more things than i would have ever you know that's the thing yeah. is nobody knew about it while it was happening like she hid right. it very well and yes uh because i i was a watcher of iCarly. i kind of followed her career a little bit but oh my god makes me feel bad it makes me never want to watch iCarly again <laughs> <laughs> did but, you yeah did you hear the part where her voice broke i think so yeah i was listening for it yeah. and i noticed one moment where i was like oh, is that what ariel's talking about yeah no it was devastating it was devastating. Yeah, I'm so glad so, that you so got good. to read it. Yeah, me too. I thought it was going to be weeks and weeks before I got it, but I figured most people probably either went out and bought it instead of waiting for the audiobook copy to come through. So I think I probably just skipped through the list. Um, and or now I, I wonder want, if I want like, to own it too, though. But yeah, I wonder if when people read it, they like read it really fast because it's well, that's possible to me, like, too. It's only like six. It it's only like six hours long. Yeah, and I didn't listen to it sped up because whenever I listen to a book that's read by the author, especially if I know the author's voice, I like yeah, to listen to it at a regular speed. I agree. So that's like the one time where I won't listen to it on one point five, which I almost every single time we'll do 1.5 yeah. or faster so i was like i'm just gonna like listen to this at the normal pace so it is like six and a half or whatever hours so it mm. took, took about a week for me to listen to it but yeah i could easily see people sitting down and just like speeding through it because it's so engrossing and yeah hard to put down for sure I love that. Well, but I'm yeah. so glad that you got you got it actually so much yeah. faster than we feared. <laughs> yeah, because originally when I placed the hold a few weeks ago, it said 13 weeks until I. Would get I remember it, so. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I but think yeah. that's actually why I didn't think that that was what you were like I know, talking right? about. Because I was like, that was gonna be so long away. Yeah. No, I'm glad I finally got to listen to it though. And then now I am reading two books actually. So the first book I'm reading is In the Dream House by Carmen Maria Machado. No way. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. I was reading this while listening to I'm Glad My Mom Died. So I was kind of like in a spooky memoir zone where it's like, ah, mm. this is these are very stressful memoirs, but I it kind of worked somehow to be reading both of them at the same time. So yeah, In the Dream House is a memoir about a 
toxic relationship between two women so it's very interesting oh, because there's a I didn't lot know it was a memoir yeah yeah it's a memoir but it's written in kind of like a spooky like fairy tale-esque way sometimes like there's lots of like oh. footnotes that are kind of like drawing parallels oh. to what's happening with fairy tales which is very interesting so right. it's a memoir but it's written in a very cool way and it's also like lots of little vignettes like i'll just show you each chapter is kind of just like a one oh, or gosh. two page oh wow kind of, they're so short yeah like they're the way it's written is very cool so it's a very a very interesting memoir it's not just a straightforward story it kind of jumps around and shows you little moments and how those little moments you know affect the the writer and all that stuff so it's mm. very good but yeah it is another kind of stressful one and then i just started reading a book that's one of my most mashed potato books ever, but it's going to be so random that like it won't really, I don't think anyone will care. But I am reading Forensics by Val McDermott, <laughs> which is... I've never heard of it. I know. I So Val McDermott is quite well known for writing. She's a crime writer. Um, okay. And she wrote this book about forensic science and like, you know, how it all like the history of it pretty much like she takes it from the very beginning she's like all right this is how it got started this was the first like discovery this is when evidence became a thing in like solving crimes and i just find that stuff so interesting like i'm really into forensics and crime solving like i just think that's really cool and so i bought yeah. this book like many years ago i've just been hanging on to it because i just i know that i'm going to love it and so i've been saving it and saving it and saving it so I've decided it's finally time to read it because I am kind of on a bit of a nonfiction kick now. Like I was reading two memoirs and I don't know if I'm ready to let go of the nonfiction yet. So I thought, yeah. is there something kind of like true crime adjacent that I could read? And then it clicked. This is what I need to read. So I'm only 12 pages in. So I quite literally just started it. But I'm really excited about the books I'm reading right now. So. It's feeling good. I do feel like those still fit in pretty, maybe a little loosely, but they still fit into the spooky vibe. Oh, yeah. And I mean, yeah. it's not even October yet, so I feel like I don't have to fully <laughs> lean into the spooks yet. So now's my chance to read a couple of um, ones that are kind of cheating a little bit. Then I'm back <laughs> into the horror. I still haven't read a Stephen King book, so I'm thinking I might need to oh, do no that way. next. We'll see. I actually think that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Would you reread one, or would you read one that is like a new one that you haven't read yet that's a great question i actually have never reread a stephen king book i don't think i've only ever oh, read them once really yeah but i have been wanting to reread carrie for a while because that was the first Ooh. book of his i ever read and that was over a decade ago because i remember i was in high school so mm. i'll think about that i'll definitely think about <laughs> that but i have two or three of his books on my shelf that like i should probably also read so we'll see We'll see. Mm. I'm not sold on the idea yet, but I do have a few of his that I'm like, why have I not read this yet? So I have a little stack next to my bed, as I always do, with just my my little TBR that I'm hoping to read next. And I did stick one in there. So that's like a, a secret TBR challenge. I'm not going to tell you what book it is, so you can't tell me I didn't do it. If yeah, I that's, do it. that's a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> well, that's all I've read, all I'm reading. I think it's about time we did a little uh, unboxing of your birthday present. Okay. <laughs> Bring it on. I'm so pumped. I won't say no. These have been sitting in my office for, well, one of them for over a week now and the other one for yeah. nearly a week. And I've just looked at them out of the corner of my eye and I'm like, come on, come on. <laughs> yeah. Should so I, I sent Ariel a box of one? goodies, but I also sent a book from Indigo. So 
I think I'm you should start, start with, with that. that guy. Yeah. Gonna do a little ASMR. Are we ready? Yep. Oh, it always breaks. Yeah, I was gonna say that sounds very evocative of an indigo box. <laughs> Ooh, it's very thin. It's a little baby. Come on, baby. Come on, get out of your box! <laughs> oh wow. <gasps> okay, 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 okay. Ah! Who are they? <laughs> so cute. <laughs> Okay, okay, guys, we're off to a really good start here. We've got a graphic novel I've never heard of, but it looks unbelievably beautiful. It's called, well, it's called Beautiful Darkness by Fabian Vellman and Kara Scott. Whoa, it's so cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> it really is giving off borrowers vibes. Oh, Secret yeah. World of Arietti. They're all little and it's so cottagecore. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, it's so cute, Raylene. Oh, my God. Tell hey. me about how you found it. Look at this guy. He's dressed like a mouse. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's even cuter than I thought it was going to be. So um, you basically had said that you wanted a graphic novel that kind yes. of fit the, like, fall, cozy, yes. maybe witchy kind of vibe. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep searching those kind of keywords until I hit on something that seems right. And... I, that's basically what I did. Like, I just was searching mm -hmm. around for, like, fall graphic novels, cute, cozy graphic novels. And I came across that one. And it just looked so cute. And I had never it's heard of it so either. Cute. So that's usually the way I like to go because I just want to make sure that I'm not getting you something you've already read. Yeah. So I was like, let's just find something super obscure, but, like, that has good reviews. And I could kind of see some of the art online. So I knew that it was really cute. And it just felt, it just felt like a good, a good one for you. This is so awesome. It says originally published in French, Ooh. translated by Helg Dasher, um, and and but it's published by Drawn and Quarterly. But it's from 2014. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I love that because Vintage. like like you said, there's so many good graphic novels out there. This is beautiful, Raylene. Yay. This is really really cool. I love that. Score. Look, I actually have an acorn on my desk. <laughs> And it fits perfectly. It perfectly matches the cover. It's the exact same color. <laughs> it's literally the That's exact funny. same. That's funny. I love that you just have an acorn on your desk. You're so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, could it be more per... Like, clearly this book was meant for me. Mm -hmm. All right, now it's La Pièce de Résistance. I got this ah! big box. It's pretty heavy, actually. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you got me a pair of boots? <laughs> <laughs> Brand new Doc Martens? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I put it in a shoebox. That's right. I only yeah. had, that was the only box I had in my apartment, and luckily Perfect. it just worked perfectly. Like everything squeezed in just right. Ooh, okay. So it starts off with some glimmery, shiny paper. Oh yeah, that was to make sure things didn't slide around. <laughs> Love it. Oh, okay. What am I looking? Ah, this is fun. <laughs> Boba milk tea, mochi brown sugar flavored. Oh my god. Yeah, those were a special treat for you because we had a big bag of them. You can get this them at Costco for anyone who's okay. wondering. They're so delicious. Because, you know, you and I had mochi this summer when you were out. Yeah. And I wasn't a huge fan of the ones that we had. But mm. these ones, oh, my God. Okay. They I'm like so delicious. So hyped on that. Raylene, what are these? And they're so cute. <laughs> Remember how I mentioned starting a new craft? Yes. Oh, I my God. I crocheted Ariel some Okay, pumpkins. Raylene. <laughs> 
she crocheted me pumpkins and they have actual little wooden twigs, which is my favorite part because I'm imagining Raylene outside looking for twigs. I went outside to find sticks for those. <laughs> That's so cute. They are genuine sticks from outside. I I cannot understand enough how much I love these pumpkins. <laughs> like, this is exactly my decor style. Yay! The, these are going to be like out every fall for the rest of my days and that little orange one is a little wonky because that was my first ever crochet just so you know (laughs) you have my first ever you're right actually you don't know how to crochet well now you do obviously i just learned i only know how to make pumpkins though like i only know this one specific (laughs) stitch (laughs) i haven't gone beyond yet because i just keep making pumpkins like i have some in my house now too and people keep requesting them now it's wonky i like that it's i'm so glad i didn't stuff it enough so it's kind of (laughs) squishy No, I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, okay, I've got a card here. It's fun that you wrapped everything individually because I can't see what it, it makes it a little wants. more exciting. The suspense. <sighs> what a beautiful card! Like the moths. Yeah, That's I went so to um, our favorite store down the road from my house. Oh, I love it. <laughs> you know there. the place. <laughs> I know the one. Oh, the beginning of this says, I can't believe we're turning 28 and it just already makes me want to cry. <laughs> I know. I'm just around the corner after you. Mere months oh. away. <laughs> I love this. Hopefully this year brings you to new places and adventures and will let you relax a little bit. The last week has been the opposite. <laughs> From now onwards. <laughs> I love you, too. I also like that you put your pal Ray slash Ruben. Yep. That's important. Important. <laughs> that's details. important. That's definitely important. All right. What do we got? Ooh. What is it? It feels like a... Huh? <laughs> I don't know if it's like a... Guess. Is it like a candle cutter? Like a wick? Are you going to predict it is. Wow. How did I guess that? <laughs> How did I guess that? I don't that know. is actually so sick. Isn't that I cool? Have... That is cool because I have a couple of candles where I'm like, I really need to cut these wicks and all I don't have anything. So I just grab a Kleenex yeah. and like rip it the top off. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not ideal. This is so fancy. Now I'm elevated. Wow. I love them. I know. Right. That's so nice. Yeah. I don't know how I guessed that. That's funny because I, I thought I'm like, she might have one of these already because I know you've talked no. about cutting wicks off, but I guess it's just your sh- ripping technique that you've been, dis- <laughs> been telling me about. Okay, I feel like I feel a mug. Oh, I'm so excited for this. Oh my god. <gasps> oh, Raylene. <laughs> Isn't it so oh, cute? This, so far, this is really proving that you understand my taste immaculately. Because yeah. this, I'm obsessed. You know the funniest part? I ordered that online and then I picked it up and when I came home I was like, this mug is so much smaller than I thought it was going to be, (laughs) but I love it. (laughs) I actually like that it's small. So here's something that's interesting. I feel like maybe a little while ago, even on the pod, like and I mean like a year ago or something, I think I might have announced that I never want to buy a small mug again. Because I was like, why would anyone want small mugs? Yeah. Fast forward to a month ago. I've realized that I cannot drink as much coffee as I think I can right? without getting anxious. Yeah. You gotta like, <laughs> and hold so, yourself back. And so I've actually been using my small mugs a lot Hell because yeah. I'm like, this is a perfect amount of this and this is like perfect. I'm like, this is a perfect amount of coffee that it's still lovely and this is a beautiful mug, but I'm not gonna get anxious with yeah. this amount of caffeine. Totally. Oh, I love it. Wow. 
And it's a little bit like fall because of the orange. Yeah. I just loved the design of it. There was another one I wanted to get you also that had little feet on it, but it was sold out. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe next year. (laughs) Like, can you imagine a mug with little feet? I love that. I can. I can. Um, Oh my gosh. This is so much good stuff in here. Okay. I'm guessing it's going to be a candle. Sorry. I'm just having fun. I love guessing. Yeah. I love guessing. I mean, you're going to be correct about most of these things because I wasn't being (laughs) sneaky. We've got a candle. Oh, pumpkin churro. Isn't that hilarious? It's, I wish that I could let all of the people of the pod smell. I literally was thinking about putting the the candle up to the microphone. (laughs) Just give it away. As if you could smell it. I got this candle the other day, Raylene, from the grocery store. That's called pumpkin donut. Oh, and now you got pumpkin churro. And me and my mom... (laughs) have been burning it so much that it's almost gone already. Oh, perfect time. And so this is actually so perfect. Pumpkin churro. Wow. And the jar it's in is actually such a Cute, lovely. Right? Wow. Yeah, I still need to get myself I... some pumpkin candles. I have not done that yet because I know if I do, I'll just burn it nonstop. And so yeah. I need to like, I need to hold myself back until it's at least October. What's really interesting about this haul is that it's super fall themed. Mm-hmm. And... I'm offended actually now that no one else has ever done this. I'm like, you're right. My birthday is like peak fall, September 27th. That's peak fall. Yeah. People should be really leaning into the fall gifts for me. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. It just felt like the correct answer. I can't tell what this is. I don't remember what's in there. It's a little rectangle. What the hell? It's a classic Raylene. It's a box. Of English breakfast tea. The but one it's actually I get a box this time. Store. It's not just a loose bag. <laughs> not just my individually wrapped tea bags. <laughs> I thought I would elevate your gift this year. That's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> 60 tea bags of my favorite tea. Yeah. That's perfect. All right. And here we are on to... Oh, wait. No. I thought it was the final one. But now we've got... What is this? It's a very long, skinny box. Like the size of a ruler. I'm going to guess incense. Ah, It's incense. I'm a genius. (laughs) You're so smart. (gasps) Oh, it smells good. It's, what's it called? Sorry, sorry. Um, Instead of talking, which is what I'm supposed to do on the podcast, I'm just sniffing. Just smelling. Sea salt, jasmine, and sage. I can smell the salt in it. Oh, nice. And I love salt. Oh, good. I bought that one without smelling it because I ordered it online as well. So I'm glad that it smells good. It smells really good. I've really, I've just very recently gotten into incense, people. Oh, perfect. And I can really see this. I can see this taken off in a big way. Actually, at the when so I got calming. your, yeah, when I got your wedding present a mm. couple of months ago, I got it from that really cute Japanese store in Halifax. Yeah, I love that store. And they had this huge incense display. And I was like, you know what? This is it. This is the day that I get into incense. And I bought a little box of it. And I love it. Yay. Look, now I'm, I'm, as I talk, I'm cutting the <laughs> wrapping paper with the wick cutters. <laughs> You've got all sorts of things now. All right. Now we are on the final guy. Oh, dear Lord. Wow. There's wrapping paper everywhere. I'll definitely take a photo of this mess I've made. I love it. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. We're talking about a book here. We've got a book. We've got a thick book. And it's in, it's in, it's completely wrapped. I can't see it. I think, based on my feelings, I think that this is one of the 
What are those called? The like the deluxe classics. You know those guys? Oh, uh, the like Russian like Crime and Punishment has oh, them. Oh yes, those nice big kind of floppy. They've got yeah. f- like French flaps, decolletes. I think it's one books. of those or one of the ones that you have for the Murakami ones. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay, let's interesting see. Interesting predictions. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, I was wrong. Oh, Ray, this is so pretty. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and I don't have it. Thank God. Thank God. I know. I was like, she might have this, but I'm going to buy it anyway. I couldn't not buy it when I saw wow. it. Wow. Oh, this is oh, this is phenomenal. All right. What I have been gifted is a chonky boy. The complete novels of George Orwell in one bound volume. You see, this is exactly a perfect gift because this is something I've probably picked up at bookstores a hundred times, but I've never bought it for myself because I'm like, Ariel, you own these books. You don't need this book, (laughs) Exactly. It's the type of thing that somebody else has to buy for you because you can't justify buying it yourself. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and it's in my favorite font (gasps) with a bookmark. (laughs) Oh, how interesting. Got the I made that bookmark out of something you gave me. <laughs> you sure did. I think that's beautiful. <laughs> now we each have one. Oh, and you inscribed it. Oh, shit. Yep, now I you can't cry. get rid of it. <laughs> I won't cry on the pod, but I will cry later. But yes, Animal I found that book for you when I went to the bookstore in Calgary the day after my wedding. No. So that's a special, a special book shopping day. That is special. Well. Yeah. Oh, you bought it in Calgary. Yep. The same place which I is, bought all those copies of Albatross. Oh, and the, which is where I was born, everyone. So pretty fitting <gasps> to get that on my birthday from That's the city cute. in which I was born. That's actually really, really cool. Mr. Jones of the Manor Farm had locked the hen houses for the night, but was too drunk to remember to shut the popholes. <laughs> powerful. That's powerful stuff. That is so awesome, Ray. Thank you. Wow. Thank you so much. I can't, like, genuinely, and it's, I mean, people listening to the pod are like, Ariel, you shouldn't be surprised that your best friend got you (laughs) the perfect gifts. And I'm not surprised, but I I am just kind of like, these truly are perfect gifts. Things that will make me super happy over the coming weeks, like the candles and the mugs and the um the crochet decorations you know i love getting your your knitted and <laughs> i know stuff. i couldn't not make something for you <laughs> you couldn't not and then these books are like perfect for my collection i'm like extremely excited to stop recording so i can go eat these mochi guys yes oh that's awesome oh raylene <laughs> thank you you're so thank welcome you. That is so beautiful, and I will, of course, uh, take photos of everything for the podcast so mm. that you guys can see all of these lovely things. I'm going to read that book, like, not the, not the George Orwell one, people. Get to, <laughs> get your acts together. <laughs> that's uh, not going to happen. I'm going to read the graphic novel ASAP. Yay. That's so much that fun. That is so cute. I had so much fun shopping for you because, like you said, like I know you so well, and I know what stuff you like. So it's fun yeah. to shop for someone that you're like, oh, I know exactly what this person will want. Like I put together a list of all the things I wanted to get you, and then mm. I just got all of them because I'm like, well, <gasps> I can't stop. <laughs> I need every element. <laughs> she can't be tamed. Mm-mm. That is, Mm-mm. that's really nice. I I think, and not that I have to pick favorites, but I, I do think the little pumpkin guys are my favorite. They're so <laughs> So cute. I'm so glad because they were the last 
like the last thing. Like I didn't plan to make them, but then all of a sudden it was like a few days before I was supposed to ship that out in order for you to get it in time. And I was yeah. like, I feel like it's missing something. I need to make something. And so the personal I, touch. Yeah. And so I was like racking my brain and then that just came to me as the perfect little thing to give you. And then I I just made you two. I, I had extra time because they glad. really don't take that long to make. I'm glad because it, they look like they go together to me. I know. They're buddies. I I just love the idea of you outside looking for sticks. There's something <laughs> about that that fills my heart with a lot of joy. That was the best part. I was like, I have to find not only sticks, but like the perfect sticks. And then I walked outside. <laughs> it took me like maybe 20 seconds to find like the perfect two sticks. I was like, okay, my job here is done. It was amazing. <laughs> Beautiful amazing. BC had the sticks. I, I also, I love this mug, Ray. This is like... Actually, you know what's cool? Because today's the 26th. Yeah. It's not my birthday. Tomorrow's my birthday. I can wake up tomorrow and make myself my cup of coffee yeah. in my new birthday mug. That's, oh, so, that's so sweet. I'm glad that you love how small it is because I was like, hmm, I don't know about this, but I'm going to just do it anyway. Hmm. <laughs> that's hmm. sick. Thank you so much again. Um, I guess I, we have to transition into book news. I, I could just keep saying thank you. But <laughs> yeah, that was going to be my next thing. I was going to say, stop talking. It's time for book news. <laughs> Let's start with movies. Ooh, okay. Did I talk about the storied life of A.J. Fickery? I don't think so. Okay. The storied so. life of A.J. Fickery is being turned into a film. And Whoa. it stars... Lucy Hale. Okay. Do you remember? Do you remember Lucy Hale? Yeah. Does she play the little girl? <laughs> <laughs> no. <Just> kidding. <laughs> she. <laughs> I don't know any characters in that book, so <laughs> I just know there's a man and a little child. <laughs> so okay, I watched the trailer for this movie. I'm not saying it looks good. I'm not saying it looks mm. bad. I'm just saying I watched the trailer for this movie, and I swear to God, I was like, this looks nothing like how uh, i imagined oh. it like it doesn't look like the town i imagined in my head it doesn't look like the shop i imagined in my head yeah. and also i don't remember lucy hale's character she probably made up <laughs> which is so interesting because i'm like was there a love interest in that book there must have been but i literally don't remember that character at all That's um but she's the probably the main... star of the movie right yeah, well, her and the guy, the main guy is uh, AJ Fickery himself. Yeah, uh, is played by Kunal Nayar. Oh who, yeah, I love. Do you know him? He's from yeah. Big Bang Theory. Like that's his main thing that yeah. people know him from. Um, but he's the main character of this, and that's kind of cool because I don't think personally I've seen him as the lead. No, I don't think in so anything. So he looked good in the trailer. I don't know. I'll have to watch we'll that when we hop off. Yeah, so this is interesting. I think, uh, 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 do we have a date? I don't remember now if we have a release date. Um, and why do I feel like it was going to go on Netflix? That's wrong. This is bad. I'm so distracted by my presence. <laughs> and the final thing I will say about this little piece of news is that they've been doing a really cute promotional thing that... I, I think is really adorable. So I guess that they must have filmed it on a green screen. They filmed like Lucy Hale and um, 
like AJ Fickery. They filmed, I don't know Lucy Hale's character name because I don't remember her as a character, <laughs> but they filmed the two characters like, like she runs up to him and they have a big hug. Mm hmm. And I guess they filmed it in front of a green screen because different bookshops around the world are superimposing their bookshop <laughs> as the shop that they're running and hugging in front of. That's cute. And I keep seeing it on Instagram and it's really cute. Um, and also I'm excited by this news because like, how many wins is Gabrielle Zevin having right now? Like That's tomorrow true. and tomorrow and tomorrow has blown up in like a shocking way. It's like so big right now. And then now this book is turned into a film. It's pretty awesome. That is very awesome. All right. Let's talk about the Giller Prize. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I'm really hoping I didn't last time. Did I? I don't. I think I forgot to cure, to delete stuff from my list. But no, I don't think I did. I don't think I did, you guys. Oh, I remember. Um, so the Giller Prize is one of the... I was going to say the top prize, but I don't know if it's bigger than Canada Reads. It's, it's one of the top prizes um, in Canada. Mm -hmm. And the long list has been announced. Ooh. So let's look at this together because it's fun because we know some <laughs> of the authors and we know some of the books, but not a lot of them. <laughs> That's usually how this goes. It's like I usually know one or two and then I'm yeah. confused and surprised by the rest. So I'm going to read it out. Uh, what do we got? We've got Avenue of Champions. Wow, they've got a thing that keeps auto-scrolling, and it's pretty annoying. Um, Ooh, <laughs> Avenue, we Avenue of Champions by Connor Kerr. We measure the earth with our bodies with Sering Yangzam Lama. The Sleeping a Car Porter by Suzette Mayer. If an Egyptian cannot speak English, which has a very, um, like one of these cool covers by Noor Naga, like the cover of My Year of Rest and Relaxation, where it's like an, a beautiful Ooh, oil okay. painting with awesome. trendy font on top. Lucian and Olivia by Andre Narbonne. Hotline by Dimitri Nasrallah. What We Both Know by Fawn Parker. Mouth to Mouth by Antoine Wilson. Uh, Minor Chorus by Billy Ray Belcourt. I really thought we knew more of these than we are turning out to know. In the <laughs> so city far, of Pigs, I don't think I know any of these, really. Me neither. In the City of Pigs by Andre Forget. Whoa, what a cool last name is that. Forget? <laughs> wow. Incredible. Lesser known, lesser known Monsters of the 21st Century by Kim Fu. Stray Dogs by Rawi Hage. I feel like maybe I've heard of. Yeah. Maybe the only one we actually know is this one. Uh -huh. Pure Color by Sheila Hetty. Woo! My girl made it. And All the Quiet Places by Brian Thomas Isaac. So, um, what can I say about that list? Nothing. Because we know <laughs> only, it turns out, one of the books from it. I am rooting for Sheila Hetty only well, because <laughs> she's the only one I know. But I will say that... Um, It'll be fun to follow. Like, we'll see when yeah. the shortlist comes out. Um, yeah, what the situation is. Because totally. it is fun following the prizes. Absolutely. Okay. On that same front, we have Booker Booker news, don't we? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So the Booker Prizes shortlist has been announced. And it's been really interesting um, how people don't seem to have liked this year's list oh. uh they didn't like the long list very much and i don't think they're liking the short list very much yeah, either makes sense what's funny though is i don't know any of these books <laughs> <laughs> so we don't really care i'm gonna be real with you no idea what's going on we've got glory by Noviolet bulwayo uh, small things like these by claire keegan treacle walker that's hard to say by alan garner mm. the trees by percival everett 
There should be more people named Percival for sure. <laughs> oh, uh, I agree. oh, William by Elizabeth Strout, um, and the Seven Moves of Mala Almeida by Sheehan Karunatilaka. So. I haven't heard of any of these and I've been here. I have a few friends that I follow that like they read all of the books from the the prize and none of them are like finding books they love. So it's been really interesting this year to see just a general unease with the prize. (laughs) Unease. That's a good way to put it. It's just a general layer of unease. Like do any of those books from the Giller or from the, like, do they stand out to you? Do you know any of those? I mean, I know of Elizabeth Strout because I have one yes. of her books that I haven't read yet. But I and I also recognize the name Noviolet Bulawayo. I have one of her books in my Rainbow Heroines series that I bought, oh. but it's a different book. So I like vaguely know two of the authors, but haven't read any of them. So no, I don't yeah. really, none of the books themselves really um, stick out to me because I haven't read them, haven't heard anything about them. I know. I like, you know, I don't know. It's this, it's this thing where on the one hand, I really like it when literary prizes pick kind of more obscure things, things that aren't yeah. the, the best sellers because it gives so much exposure to those things. On the other hand, I really like it when like the heavy hitters make it on the list because it feels like the Avengers. You're like, you're, you're we're dealing with the <laughs> yeah. big dogs, right? Like it's like totally. all of the big people are uh competing and it's like watching like i said it's like the avengers like civil war it's like captain america versus (laughs) iron man i'm like give me the the heavy hitters i want to see it i find it the most fun but i don't know if it's the best for the community totally like it's more fun to follow because we know the books and we know the authors maybe we've read them Um, exactly but it is also nice to see people like authors that people don't talk about a lot getting more recognition that's i think always a better option yeah i think you're right i think you're right Okay, this last piece of news is not a piece of news because basically I've never been more confused in my entire life is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Let's hear it. See if I can help you. (laughs) Probably not. So Mariko Tamaki. Yes. Author of Laura Dean Keeps Breaking Up With Me. I follow her on Instagram because I love her books, love Mm -hmm. her art. She posted on her instagram stories that well i can't even say this specifically but basically it was like a a repost she was sharing somebody else's story onto her story yeah and it was a film productions (gasps) instagram okay or like company and it said laura dean keeps breaking up with me so the assumption I think anyone would make is that Laura Dean Keeps Breaking Up With Me is being turned into a movie. Yeah. Which would be huge news. That would be crazy. But I can't find information anywhere. Like, I I keep trying to find it on IMDb. I can't find anything. I've tried to find just generally on Google News, yeah. on her Twitter, on her Instagram. And I'm like, if it was that, then surely be I'd be somewhere. able to find information did it have anything in the caption of this post that no reposted it's just a picture of laura dean keeps breaking up with me i've never been more confused in my entire life that is really confusing i guess we'll just have to wait and see that seems like the ultimate tease they're like teasing it but they're like nobody else talk about it anywhere just so we can confuse the fans yeah exactly well they've confused the fans the fans are confused um 
So we'll find out. Basically, I wanted to mention it because if it is happening, that would be extremely exciting and epic. If it's not happening, I'm sorry for giving you hope. (laughs) Well, we've also still been waiting for my year of rest and relaxation for a long time now. God. Remember that was book news that we thought was going to become a thing like a couple years ago? Yeah. (laughs) Here we are. Yeah, you're right. My year of rest and relaxation. Here it is on IMDb. Still with absolutely no details. That's so upsetting. <laughs> it's not what we want to hear. Just furious. Um, well, so there you go. That's my book news. It's kind of all over the place, but I did sort of do it. Yeah, you did sort of do it. I did get through Congratulations. it. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. That was a really fun episode from hurricanes to birthday presents and everything in between. Um <laughs> Thank you guys for being here and listening to us. And we are now off to go record our bonus mini podcast, The Movie Tub, where we talk about what we've been watching recently, movies, TV shows, whatever it may be. So we're off to go record that. If you want to listen to that, you can join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash booksunbound. That's it for today. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye, guys.